This is Rhema for Today. He said, I couldn't get away from that thought. If Paul never made it, you might as well forget it. You'll never make it. And he said, I got to thinking about now, just like you said, here's, here's the apostle, here's a man of God, here's a man who wrote half the New Testament. Well, what in the world do we want to be following a man for that never made it? Why do we want to pay any attention to the writings of a man that never made it? And he said, I saw, I, I must be wrong. I've been misinstructed. I have been mistaught. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Mountain Moving Faith, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. It makes all the difference in the world, the attitude that we take wherever we are in life. Amen. So, so keep a positive attitude. And keep the switch of faith turned on. Praise God. And keep believing God and using your faith and exercising your faith wherever you are. Can you see what I'm talking about? Say amen if you can. All right, let's come to number three. We won't be able to talk about it, uh, I mean to finish it today. But we'll talk about it a little bit today and then we'll finish it tomorrow. To get my third thought, let's read this 23rd verse again now. For verily Jesus said, I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Now that's the expression I want you to get. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, that is, believe in his heart, that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now you see, faith is of the heart, and not the head. Notice the expression now, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, that is, believe in his heart. Romans 10th chapter, 10th verse, first part of the verse said, for with the heart man believeth. Faith is of the heart, that is, Bible faith, scriptural faith, the real faith is heart faith, and not head faith. Well, now, what does it mean to believe with the heart? Well, the best way in the world is just, just let the Bible tell you, and then that'll just settle all the arguments. Well, turn over to 1 Peter, the third chapter, and the fourth verse, and it'll tell you what the heart is. But let it be the hidden man of the heart. Notice that expression in this verse, 1 Peter 3, chapter 4, verse. 1 Peter 3, 4. But let it be the hidden man of the heart. Now you see, the Bible says the heart is a man. Man of the heart. The heart's a man, the Bible said. Now notice the expression, hidden man of the heart. The Bible said that the heart is a hidden man. Paul put it this way, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, 4th chapter, 16th verse, 2nd Corinthians, 4th chapter, 16th verse, for though our outward man perish, or the margin says, is decaying, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Here you see Paul said there's an outward man, well that's the body, you can see the outward man, 
outward man is decaying. The outward man is growing older. Hey, you see, I don't know why people are not uh, are so foolish sometimes. I realize that people of great faith, they, they, their bodies are kept sometimes for, for many years. But, but you see, the Bible plainly said right here, the Spirit of God said through Paul, the outward man is decaying. It's growing older. That's the reason you go, go get wrinkles in your face after a while. And you get gray-headed or bald-headed. Finally, white-headed. As you get older, your, your, your body just, you just don't have the reflexes of a young man or a young woman. Are you listening to me? Now, you see, I realize that, uh, that some folks are beyond faith in, in, in others, and, and very often some people, even to a great age, they're kept because of their belief and because of their faith. And I believe this, that if we read it taught right, taught correctly, and realize the life of God that is in us, that that life can be made manifest in our mortal flesh even now, and, and we could live a little longer than a lot of folks, and longer than the average age even. But yet, God didn't tell us that we was going to live in the flesh forever. Certainly not. Oh, you run into, you ever run into, I call these them never die folks, you know. You ever run into, into those stoops? Because they are stoops, that's right, they're stupid. Never going to die physically. I ran into one of them one time, you know. He said, I don't understand this, you know, about talking about dying, going to heaven, seeing Jesus, seeing your loved ones, your mother, your loved ones that's departed and going to be to heaven, you know. I don't understand that. I said, well, why? It's all in the Bible. Well, yeah, but now said Jesus said, he that liveth and believeth on me shall never die. Oh, I said, I always wondered what that meant. See, I was giving him a little rope. I knew I'd hang him in a minute. You give folks enough rope, they'll hang themselves, you know. So I just fed him a little rope, you know. I said, you know, the Lord said those said that to Martha, you know, after her brother had died, you know, Lazarus. He that liveth and believeth on me shall never die. Believest thou this? I said, you know, I always wondered what that meant. Now, let's see, that means now that if I'm alive physically here on this earth and I believe on Jesus that I'll never die physically. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, I said, now then, maybe you can help me with this verse. I said, now, that's, that's it, it, over here in 1 John, uh, the third chapter, you know, first epistle of John, where Jesus, or where John says, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. That means that we pass from physical death to physical life. We won't ever die physically. That's right. Well, now, I said, that's good. Now, maybe you can help me on this verse. I said, now, and he knew his Bible all right from that standpoint. I said, Philippians, the first chapter the 21st through the 23rd verse, the Apostle Paul said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. To die, he's talking about physical death, is gain. He's talking about, he, of course, they, the, the, the church would lose if he died, naturally. But he gained. He said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now notice what he said. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you See, for him to live in the flesh is more needful for the church at Philippi because he can teach them and minister to them. But he said, I'm in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. 
Yet that which I shall choose, I want not. Oh, he said, I never have been able to figure out what Paul meant by that. Just never have been able to figure that out. You don't have to figure it out. He meant just what he said. But he said to me, you know, he said Paul didn't make it. Oh, I said he didn't. No, I said he didn't make it. He died. Well, I said if Paul didn't make it, you might as well forget it right now. You'll never make it. But besides that, if Paul didn't make it, it looked like some of those early church would have made it. And if just one of them had lived forever in the flesh, it'd still be here now. But there's not any of them here, are they? Well, I remember months later, that fellow wrote me. He moved, went off somewhere else. He wrote me a letter. Long letter, several pages. Cost him several stamps to get it to me. <laughs> and then when I got it, I opened it up, and there was a $38 offering in it. He said to me, Brother Hagin said, I want you to know that I've gotten saved, born again, baptized in the Holy Ghost. He said, I went out here one Sunday night to such a full gospel church, such and such one, you know, and he said, the preacher may think, the pastor may think of the sermon he preached, but said, I don't know one word he said. He said, I just went out there knowing that, that it was a full gospel church, and because at the time he was talking to me, I was pastor of a full gospel church, and it was the same kind, and so he said, I, uh, I knew they believed like you did, and so he said, uh, it wasn't his sermon at all, it's what you said to me. He said, I couldn't get away from that thought. If Paul never made it, you might as well forget it. You'll never make it. <laughs> and he said, I got to thinking about now, just like you said, here's, here's an apostle, here's a man of God, here's a man who wrote half the New Testament. Well, what in the world do we want to be following a man far that never made it? Why do we want to pay any attention to the writings of a man that never made it? And he said, I saw, I, I must be wrong. I've been misinstructed. I have been mistaught. No, it's like Brother Hagin said, that's spiritual death he's talking about, not physical death, but spiritual death. And I'm taking the scriptures that apply to spiritual death and have applied them to physical death. Now then, he said, I know I've passed from death unto life because I love the brethren. Hallelujah. And I'm spiritually alive unto God. Praise God. And I'm looking forward to the day when I will have a new body. Well, praise God. And then at the bottom, he said, Brother Hagin, I want to thank you again. I'm in closing this offering to help you. I'm not trying to pay for anything. You can't do that. But he said, just to show my appreciation, help you get the truth over to somebody else. But he said, you know, one thing I, I, I for years I've argued with preachers and people about the, on this subject. But he said, you know, you didn't argue with me at all. He said, you just gave me the scripture. And he said, uh, I appreciate the fact then that, that, that you said a lot of folks wouldn't even talk to me. They'd just turn around and walk off from me. said, oh, walk away and leave me. But at least he said, you showed love towards me. Well, I didn't love his wrong thinking. God didn't love all that wrongness about him, but he loved him. See, God doesn't love sin, but he loves the sinner. Did you hear me? The Bible said God hates sin, but he don't hate the sinner. He loves the sinner. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with three CDs from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Casting Your Cares Upon the Lord. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the three CD series, Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. And the mini book from Kenneth E. Hagan, 
How to Turn Your Faith Loose. All this for the special price of $28. That's $19.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're going to get to start our traveling schedule again. So we we have been we haven't traveled since no, uh, since, since March since March first yes. of March. Yes, yes. And we're going to be in Warsaw, Indiana, with the Living Faith Crusade, August sixteenth. That's Sunday night mm-hmm. through the eighteenth, which is Tuesday night. Yes. At the New Life Christian Church and World Outreach with Pastor John and Deborah Lowe. Uh, times and locations, uh, you can go to rhema.org, find yes. out all the information about yes. it. Then and we're, then we're going to go over to Virginia, Illinois. Yeah, actually the church is address Virginia, but I, if I understand it correctly, it's on the, it's on the road between Beardstown and Virginia. Okay. It, 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 that's where the church is at. It's uh, it's Life Family Church, pastored by Brandon and Pamela Thompson. That's uh, August I, the 19th through the 21st. Yeah, that's Wednesday yes. night through Friday night. Yes. And of course, Brandon and Pamela, we consider our kids in that's the Lord. Right. They travel they with us on the road. Us. They work for us. And we, we're so excited about mm-hmm. going to be there with them. Hey, if you're anywhere in the area, come on out and be with us, okay? Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.